0: 20 days to the NFL draft, I can't wait. It can't come soon enough. Are they going to go get Hendon Hooker? Are they going to take Anthony Richardson at three? Are they going to move up? Are they going to move back? What are they going to do? Is Richardson going to last till four? I don't know. I think he is. I think Anthony Richardson is going to slip down the ladder a little bit because most of this yip-yap is driven by general managers who talk to the media and advance their own agenda. It's not honest stuff. And then you've got media who are just throwing crap at a wall trying to see what sticks and what gets clicks. We're going to talk about Indiana University basketball, their search for transfers to try to lift what the program has been in the absence of guys like Trace Jackson Davis, Trace thompson miller Cop potentially Xavier Johnson, and definitely Jalen hood Shafino. We're going to talk about the Masters a little bit and the best story in it, and it's not Brooks Kepka. And we're going to talk a little bit about the Pacers. Pacers, a must-lose game tonight, but they're playing a team that has lost only once since February 10th. The Detroit Pistons, the worst team in the NBA by far. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. For Friday, April 7th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give Jared Johnson a call, 765-610-8809. Jared's going to do you right, I promise you. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live or post a video. And if you want to make a donation, you make a donation. It drove Dan Dockich nuts yesterday that I, I had the live video on the wrong channel. I didn't have it on Two Big Brains. I had it here so people could make donations, and they didn't. He's like, what the hell's going on here? You're getting money for this? (laughs) uh, That's a lot of fun. Nice, that's what what happens on live YouTube. I make every mistake I can possibly make once, and I made that mistake yesterday, so there you go. Let's talk about the new mock draft, NFL.com. They have the Colts trading up to three, taking Anthony Richardson which is a popular thing to put in mock drafts. Anthony Richardson is a guy with a very high ceiling. What is starting to pop now as a potential thing for the Colts to do is trade back and wind up with Hendon Hooker somehow a- as a quarterback. And there's a story at CBSSports.com. Uh, a lot of general managers are saying, hey, we've got Hooker ranked third among our quarterbacks uh, on the board. You got Young, you got Stroud, you got Hooker, and then you've got Richardson and Levis. That could wind up being the case, or it could be GMs playing possum or front office people playing possum with the media saying, you know, we have Hooker third. Hedden Hooker's an interesting guy. Hedden Hooker, before he tore his ACL on November 19th against South Carolina, was really looming as a potential Heisman Trophy winner. Then he tore his ACL and it all went poof. He, 25 years old, that doesn't bother me. The ACL tear doesn't necessarily bother me. Lots of guys tear ACLs and come back to play really good football. What bothers me is I don't think that his ceiling is as high as Anthony Richardson, and I am all about ceiling. I don't care about the floor. On a scale of 1 to 10... Anything lower than an 8 is like the same thing to me. It's the same number. It's failure. A, a team that goes 8 and 9 and a team that goes 1 and 16, I what the hell's the difference? You're not going to the playoffs, you're not going to win a championship if the goal is truly to win a championship. You go high potential first. And the place to get it's at 4, but I swear to God it feels like there's a trade down coming. And, and uh, we're just going to go like this. Oh, my God, he did it again. Chris Ballard is trying to amass more and more draft equity in areas where you get mediocre players instead of going after one elite player. When the Colts, and I know Chris Ballard wasn't here for that, but when the Colts built a championship team, and I talked about this yesterday with Dan Dockage, how'd they do it? 96, they took Marvin Harrison in the first round. 97, Tariq Glenn. 98, Peyton Manning. 99, Edgerton James. Reggie Wayne came after that. Dallas Clark came after that in the first round. Dwight Freeney came after that in the first round. The Colts used their draft picks to go get guys. They did not trade back. In 99, they had an opportunity to trade back from four. And and maybe Edger and James would have slipped to seven or eight, but what what did Bill Polian do? He stuck at four and he took the guy that they wanted, that they coveted. That's what he did. And what the Colts got out of that was a run of excellence, unlike really any we've ever seen. Regular season excellence. They won one Super Bowl. They went to two, but that's better than we've done in a long. We haven't gone to a Super Bowl since Polian. Right since Manning, Glenn was gone, uh, Harrison was gone, but Wayne was still there. Freeney was still there, had the bad ankle and all in that Super Bowl that was fixed miraculously so he could play a little bit by a great guy who, if you got a bad ankle, you ought to go see. At any rate, is Hendon Hooker a guy who can lead you to a championship? Hendon Hooker looked pretty good at Tennessee. And you look at the touchdowns to interceptions, and you say, "Hey, twenty-seven to two last year—that's pretty good." And you look at nine point five yards per attempt, and you say, "Wow, that's really good." In fact, that was number one in college football last year. Sixty-nine point six percent completing the football. Henning Hooker is not a bad—he's not a bad quarterback, but does he have what's in? Does he have inside of him what's necessary to be a top three quarterback in the AFC? Can he get to Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes? Can he get there? If he can, take him. God bless. If he can't, take the guy who can. And that's Anthony Richardson. Now, Anthony Richardson may not wind up being very good. That's okay. I would rather have, like, what do you got right now? You got Minshew, who's a five on a scale of one to ten. Among, and I'm being generous, among NFL starters. I'd give him a five out of ten. Five out of ten, you aren't going anywhere. Three out of ten, you aren't going anywhere. Seven out of ten, you aren't going anywhere. What the hell's the difference? What you need is a nine and a half out of ten. You need a guy who can fight, play championship-level football, and I don't know where you get him in this draft if not Anthony Richardson, who could be, and this is the thing I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson is going to win an MVP award. I'm not saying that. I'm not even saying that it's likely he's going to rise to that level of play. What I'm saying is, with him, you have the best chance to get there because at least he's got the potential to be it. He's the potential to be that guy. I don't see it in Will Levis. I don't see it. In Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud's really, really interesting to me. I don't know what the high end on C.J. Stroud is. I know what the likely window is, right, which is like seven to eight and a half. That's kind of the likely window. Could he get – could he exceed that? He looked like a guy who could when he played uh, against Georgia. We'll see. Interesting times to be a football fan. Jalen Carter. Is he the best player in the draft? And if he is, why not take him? Because you've got two starting defensive tackles right now, and you can't play more than two. You have two of the best defensive tackles, probably. Uh, you know what? Maybe the second best defensive tackle tandem in the NFL. And you're going to add Jalen Carter to that? I, I, you know, that would be like when, when the Colts had Marvin Harrison and Pullian took Reggie Wayne, I was like, wait a minute. We already got a guy. We already have an elite-level guy. At least you can play both of them simultaneously, right? You could have Harrison and Wayne on the field at the same time, and it worked out really well. With defensive tackle, if you got three great defensive tackles, you always have one sitting on his ass doing nothing for you, not helping you win football games. That's a bad place to be. I want, and this is not... Hey, what's more fun to watch in a casino? Here we go back to the casino. Is it fun to watch the guy play, you know, a, a $10 chip at a time playing blackjack? Or is it more fun to watch a guy walk into the casino with his mortgage payment and plop it all on black 11 at the roulette table? One's really fun to watch and the other is like, what are we doing here? It's not worth my time. It wouldn't be worth my time to play like this, much less watch a guy play like this. One's dramatic, one's not. Taking Anthony Richardson is dramatic, and it has a chance to be this. Yeah, it has a chance to be this, way down here. You can't see me. I'm out of the Here, I'll show you. Way down here. Way at the floor. Sure. Who cares? Mediocre is bad, right? Good is bad. Great. Great. You can get some work done. Somebody's at the front door. That's unprecedented. We've never had a visitor at the, pre- at the front door. I'm assuming it's a delivery of some kind. I don't know. Uh, however, we'll see. But man, it just feels like to my bones, it feels like Chris Ballard's going to trade, trade back and amass more picks. He likes him picks. He can't get past it. He's, you know what, it, it, it's kind of like GMs are just, it, it's I read this story about Henry Lee Summer, or, you know, he's had addiction issues, and guys would drive by his house and throw like meth or heroin into the front yard to try to get him to, you know, relapse. So he becomes a customer again. I feel like GMs are going to continue to do that with Chris Ballard and just kind of chum the water. Hey, you want trade back? We got the ninth pick, and we got 46. No? Uh, you know, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Because he loves in picks. All right, let's talk about Indiana basketball. Indiana basketball lost a potential transfer in Jameson Battle. He's going to Ohio State. All right. Uh, two guys in town, in Bloomington. Chris Ledlam from Harvard. He's ranked the 45th best transfer. Uh, by, you know, 24-7 rivals. Uh, and then they're also getting uh, a visit from Colel Ware from Oregon. Number two ranked transfer. He's seven feet tall. He just finished his freshman year at Oregon. And he was a McDonald's All-American. He is an interesting guy. But why is he transferring? And what was he unhappy with at Oregon? It's kind of like a free agent. you got to find out why a guy's leaving. In order to think, okay, that's the guy I want. That's the guy I covet. Also, Dalton Connect, who is from Northern Colorado. A scorer. Interesting, interesting guy. The ninth best transfer in the portal right now. And Nick Timberlake, who's number 22. I know what you're asking yourself. You're saying, hey, how about Tamar Bates and Jordan Geronimo? Where do they rank in the hierarchy of transfers in the portal? Tamar Bates, number 65. Jordan Geronimo... Not ranked. Spirit Walk says, Happy Easter, Ken. I'm hoping for Stroud to slip uh, his way to number four and into a Colts uniform for the next 10 years. That is not an unreasonable hope. I don't think it's going to happen. In that way, it might be unreasonable. But I'd be happy with C.J. Stroud as a quarterback for the Colts. Not as happy as Anthony Richardson. But, you know, there's a hierarchy here that we're playing with, right? Like... Is C.J. Stroud really going to make us unhappy? There's a chance that he gets above that 8.5 out of 10 place on the scale, right? There's a chance with Anthony Richardson. I don't think there's a great chance with Bryce Young, and I don't believe that there's a chance of that happening with Will Levis. Hendon Hooker? We'll find out. Hendon Hooker? I don't know. I keep hearing things. You never know with the Colts. Anything can happen. We know that. Uh, and we'll see what happens this weekend. Hopefully, uh, the Indiana University folk in the basketball program, they close down the borders at, at the Monroe County line, and they say, hey, you ain't leaving until you're committing to both. I want both Ledlam and uh, uh, Ware. Both those guys. Let's get them both. Don't let them out of time. You got four holes to fill. that would be two of them. Go, go, go. Come on, Woody. Sell, baby. Uh, the Masters continues. Second round. Kepka chased his 65 yesterday with a 67. The weather has changed. There was a bit of a delay. Now they're playing golf again. Uh, Sam Bennett, best story in the tournament 68 68. He is eight under par. Set second uh, behind Kepka right now. He's a tattoo on his arm. Uh, don't wait to do something. I 100% co sign that. Do something. Do something now. The father, uh, Sam Bennett's father, when he wrote that, was suffering from early onset Alzheimer's. And so he wrote it out, and they kind of had to show him how to write it, kind of, it was almost a year before he passed. And Sam Bennett has it tattooed on his arm. Don't wait to do something. Don't wait to do anything. Do something now. It's a great message. What a, what a wonderful keepsake for Sam Bennett. And hopefully over the weekend, he does something. How much fun would it be to see an amateur win the Masters and beat Brooks Koepka's ass? I'd love it. Uh Lefty, four under after a 69 today, 71 yesterday. Tiger flirting with the cup cut line at the turn. We'll see where he finishes, if he's able to finish. Pacers tonight, 7 o'clock against the Pistons. Detroit has won once since February 10th. That was against the Pacers. There's a chance. The Pacers right now are tied for the sixth worst record in the NBA. If they lose out, they can't fall beneath that, and that's a good thing. You want the highest chance possible to move into the top three and the specifically the top spot in the draft, Victor Wembenyama would be that guy. 7'4", four and he plays like Kevin Durant. Please, dear God, give us some hope for something better with the Pacers. And again, stop the churning of mediocrity with this franchise. They just can't get off the treadmill of mediocrity. It drives me crazy. And stop charging people $20 a month to watch your games. Should be look, who's paying? for the uh, the renovations at Cambridge Fieldhouse. Raise your hand if you live in Marion County. Who's paying for all of that? You know what? Yeah, there are taxes, CIB taxes and whatnot that are borne by you know visitors, but we're paying for it. So give us access to your product and don't be a dumbass. You know, the Colts, we get to watch all them games for free. They're all on free TV. We don't even need to subscribe to cable much less pay $20 a month over the top of what we pay for something like YouTube TV or Hulu Live TV or DirecTV Now to watch a Pacers. Come on, get your head out of your ass and start providing that civic joy and be the person. We saved saved the Pacers for Indy What? so you could pry $20 out of our pocket every single month To watch his product? Please, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining.